get it. We are live, baby. We are live right here on Kicks and Combos. It goes down each and every weekend. Interviews, testimonies, and flight kicks. And I'm your host, Miss JQ. And it's Eastside's finest Vaughn Coburn in the building. Mr. Anti-Backwood, you know how we do it. Yes, indeed. And we got Mr. Peter Jason in the building. Thank y'all for having me. Yes. It's a pleasure, man. It is a pleasure. We gonna kick it, man. We gonna, we gonna talk some current news, and then we gonna get into a deep interview. See what it's like to walk a mile in your shoes. You ready? I'm ready. I hope the weather wasn't too much for you today. The weather is crazy. Crazy. We're looking at a snowstorm, not even uh, snow. Indeed, yeah. and it's man. supposed to be like 50 tomorrow. So, <laughs> you know, this this that pneumonia. Man. Bundle up. But <laughs> well, I gotta ask you, when you first came in the door, I, they caught my attention. Yes. What you got on your feet right What's now? What's on your feet, baby? Um, they're Yeezys, but I don't know. Um, Yo, and here on Kicks and Combos, we feel like fashion and shoes are like an extension of your personality. So, how do you incorporate your shoe game? And uh, well, you know what? For the longest, like I'm not big on Jordans. Like I like Jordans. There might be like two Jordans that I really rock with. You know, but um. Honestly, I'm more a simple, you know, I like dirty, ugly shoes. Hey. I feel like, you. Like, if I could have the, my favorite shoes are probably these Chuck Taylors I had for like five years oh, that man. I just fucked up. You know, and, you know, boat shoes. I like, you know, the summertime boat shoes. Yeah. In the wintertime, I do the, <laughs> you know, the black boots, the brown boots. Yes. So I, you know, I kind of, I got a lot of shoes, you know, and I, I, actually my New Year's resolution this year was to only buy four pairs of shoes. Okay. okay. What's your average? Man. It's Every up there. Couple times a month. But once again, that goes back to I buy. I don't buy the, the three hundred dollars shoes. I'll go and see someone for sixty bucks and rock them. Let me get those. Yeah. Let me get those. So, so it's like I can do that once a week. You know? Man. For me, like shopping is a feeling. It's not a way. I don't believe in. I actually hate shopping. If it wasn't for my girl, my girl does all my clothes. <laughs> you know, I buy my shoes, I buy her shoes and my shoes, and she buys our clothes. Okay, okay. Like, when I buy shoes, I don't try shit on. Right. I'm just like, yo, give me a nine, we gone. Right. My girl trying to get me to try them on, I'm having a fit. Shout, like, why? Shout out, shout out to the uh, Nike outlet on Some random shit, right? And I never wear it because I have shit to go with it. 
It's just, I don't know. I'm trying to give them away. Yeah, I, I try to base, now that I'm getting older, I try to base a lot of my style on like a country, country club golfer. Like okay. Old okay. Rich band type yeah. Oh, that's your style. I dig it. I, I do golf. I'm actually going golfing with, uh, again on 420. At, <laughs> at uh, Soldier Field. Oh, that okay. should be They're interesting. So, Field. speaking I of golf, did. Tiger won him a Masters. Yes, right, Tiger. Right. Awesome. I don't pay attention to golf like that. I enjoy it. Huh. I enjoy golf because it's a game that you play against yourself. Yeah. You don't play against the guy next to you. Or you came, you're, you're literally, it's just you, the ball, and what you can do. Nothing else matters. How long you been yeah, golfing? That's real. Not that long. Like I played sports my whole life. Like I went to De La Salle here. I played baseball, basketball, football. Okay, rep, then, rep. Uh, yeah, <laughs> couple of the homies. And yourself. then when I I didn't even pick up golf to maybe four or five years ago. But when I got into it, I did the whole shebang. I did bought the golf clubs. <laughs> had to buy the outfit the you can't go the gloves you can't wear jeans to the club right. because right. it's like looking at you funny so mm. like, you know I dug all into the whole golf style and everything okay. Yeah. Okay. maybe when I get a little older you know the, last, the when I tried the golf club was too heavy for me yeah see you need to have your own golf club yeah. like, that's yeah. I went to sports authority yeah. and it was closing down and <laughs> yes. yeah what, what's the most expensive one you got? let me get those <laughs> Man, but let's talk about some other interesting things that you know you may enjoy or may not enjoy. Let's talk about uh, Coachella. Have you ever been? And what do you I, think I've about it? I've never been to Coachella, and I actually, me personally, I would never go to any festival or anything unless mm. I was working. Okay. Because I don't think you really get a great user experience in a room full of 50,000, 100,000 people. Mm. Like, I don't want to go see Kanye at the United Center. I'd rather wait to maybe one day he might be a special guest at the House of Blues. I was Ooh, just thinking the yes. House of Blues. You know, the Metro. Yes, like, I, I remember seeing 2 chains at the, at the Metro. It was great. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, you know, like, those small, intimate settings are 1,000 people. I'll yeah. be there. Yeah, like I saw Fab and Jeremiah Metro, and it was incredible. <laughs> That's and and uh, DJ Sean Mack, they was doing like a DJ competition. I mean, yeah, Heavy competition. Yeah. It was great. It was sponsored by Chorus, Free yeah. Food. <laughs> it was like a thousand people. I met Fab afterwards. Because I went to North Coast when uh, one of the artists I worked with, she had a show, and uh, we were there, and then like, I don't know, maybe I, I just don't like the, the big crowd of, of mm. it and whatnot. Like, don't get me wrong, they have amazing lineups, it's awesome to watch and pick up the energy, but... The politics. It's just like, we, we went okay. to um, Mardi Gras, and it's totally different than when you just go to New Orleans. It's hard for me to, like, we're kind of talking off air, it's kind of hard for me to be a fan of a lot of the things. So it's yeah. like, when I'm at, like, a Coachella or a Lollapalooza, which I've never been to a Lollapalooza, mm. but... But if I was to be at there, I would just look at this drunk kid next to me like, you idiot. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> in my head, I would like, be uh, like, what the hell? Like, why is he bumping me? You know what I mean? It's like, so, not what I paid for. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I paid all this money to be next right, to this right. guy I mean, doing this. Right. Yeah. Like, when it comes to, like, super big things, like, I can't get into all the names. Like, certain right. people, I don't want to have to go through this to see who I want to see. Right, mm, right. okay. And I want to see Lil Pump and Designer and all that mm. just so I can see the Ye or some shit. <laughs> right. And I don't okay. want to go through all that shit. Right. There's even certain artists that may be of a little bigger stature that I just don't want to see. Yeah, and it's mm. like Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud is like going to be one of the huge. bigger... It's already huge, but yeah. it's going to be 
as big or anything as Wildpaloozas or Coachellas. Right. Because they're making a big move out there in Miami. You think we, we ever get a slide here? I was having a conversation with someone about Chicago, and I'll, I'll answer that by saying this. Nobody in the corporate side is ever going to give Chicago any type of love because we're too street related. Yeah, we are. Mm, so, so, city. Yeah, we won't. Okay, Nobody will want to be here. No, no rock nation ain't going to open up an office. Like, none of that because they don't want goons sitting outside mm. waiting for them. No love in hip hop. No love Man, in hip hop. They've been trying, we're but it ain't happening. <laughs> That ain't happening. It's, it's, exactly. it's, it's sad. It's sad that the streets run the city like that, yeah. but, but that's the reality of it. Yeah. So, so all the things that are happening for Chicago, like when uh, Ryan Fest did his festival, right. Chicago homegrown. Lyrical Lemonade, dude, they just allowed exactly. their big lineup homegrown. Like, so the only time Chicago's gonna get something like that is if a Chicagoan does it. They it. Does it? Yeah. yeah. Like when Chance did, you know, the White House. Right, right, right. It has to be like that. Other than that, it's corporations aren't rocking with us because yeah. we don't rock with them. Maybe yeah. too, we had a lot of bad publicity about when a guy shot up Vegas. They talk about he had a hotel here. And he, wow. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I, it's not possible. You wouldn't have been able to do that in Chicago. Not, not. Yeah, yes. and Chicago's a consumer market as well. So therefore, it's like people come to test their products. True. If it works here in Chicago, like think about it, it's it. either East Coast, West Coast, or Chicago. And what Chicago plays and what Chicago does, that means Davenport, Iowa, that mm. means Ohio, that means Wisconsin, that means Minnesota, that means all these. So all you need to do is break Chicago and you're breaking all that. Yeah. So they're pimping us. Chicago's yeah. not really gimmicky. Like we don't attach to trends, right? We, right. You know we what I'm are saying? A culture and yeah. They bite from us. They take from us. They steal from us, and it's crazy. Like we don't latch on to bullshit. Like we won't fuck with you just because every other state. Like we can't connect with you as a city. But think about how much they steal from us. Like even a lot. So much. Blue yeah. Face's whole song. Man, it's Chicago. It's Chicago. Yeah. Shout out to Big Rico. Right. Lil J. Right. You know. Even Drake when he did the Hotline Bling and he all, uh, you know, that's that's Lil J. <laughs> okay. You know? Right. That's definitely legit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Man, they fight so much. Billy, I know being so that black, they call Drake out, you know, but we don't trademark a lot of shit though. That's yeah. real. Yeah, but when they see people like there there's two different forms like Billionaire Black is just as famous, if not more famous, than Taylor Bennett, right? Right. True. But why is Taylor Bennett doing corporate events and you know Billy's in the hood? I, I, see what I, you're I, I give you two reasons. Chance the Rapper's <laughs> little brother. And right, he got, right. He got I, okay, maybe that's a bad example. But he got the LGBT community yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's. I feel like it's a good example, but. I mean, but maybe, you know, certain artists are going to take certain routes. Yeah, the way you move. For instance, you can be the gangsterous thug that you want to be, or that you are. Right. But when it comes down to business, you got to be, yes, sir, thank you, sir, thank you for the opportunity. Right, I don't phone them. So, because if you're not playing that game, you're going to be out the game. Right. So, so is it code switching in the industry? Is that what we, what we talking about? Just being aware. Being Man, aware it's, to be alive. it's being on and off. You know mm, what I mean? So so it's like, you know, I could turn off, you know, we turn the cameras on. <laughs> you know what I mean? True, I'm a true. different person off the air than yeah. I am on air as well. 
and, yeah. and you gotta understand that this is entertainment. Yeah. So we need to entertain, and then when it's time to do business, we need to it's be a business. Business. Yeah. It's time to do business. It's not code switching. It's just like, all right, let's say if Peter and Jason was thirteen, I would make sure that I'm not cursing. I can okay. still be me. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I feel. Right. Yeah. Certain things you turn off, and certain settings, and certain things you turn right. on. You can't be on all. The yeah. True. 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 Right. You know, it's certain <laughs> in rules. A, in the back, I can, but right. <laughs> in the lunch room, Somebody you know, it's in the break room. Fuck you, on <laughs> That's the same thing. You're at work. You're trying to make your dollar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to put on that. I'm at work. I'm trying to make a dollar face and have yeah. that combo like that. Mask on, mask off. Mm-hmm. Where I think yeah. Chicagoans are so. I don't think that a lot of people know what truly like the entertainment business is. Mm. I, I feel like they get stuck on you know being the realest and being the the biggest thug or, or having the best music, but it doesn't really matter. Mm. You know, like like there's so many other things that like how the hell did this catch me outside girl go back? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So because it's not about being real or, or the music. It's not about that. It's about your brand. Right. And I feel like everybody's a brand, especially in the, especially in the day of social media, where everybody you know there's there's people I know that got their their kids are a year old already got an Instagram page. Yeah, yeah. they branded yeah. them early. But that's. A, that's something you should do. Exactly. You know, and, and uh, it's all about owning your brand. And then, like, I'm also, I'm also a member of uh, the program uh, advisory board for SAE Institute, which is a school, a college about uh, teaches audio and music yeah. business. So we were at a board meeting the other day, and uh, basically they're going over the curriculum with the students and everything, and everybody wants to be an artist. Mm. No one wants to be behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. No one wants to build their websites. No one wants to do like learn. You don't have to do it, but you just have to learn it. You gotta learn about the you know how to start an LLC and whatnot. Like where a lot of people are coming into college just thinking that they could do what they want to do and not realize that okay now you're 24 or whatever you're out of school what's your brand yeah who's gonna hire you you want to work for a label but you don't have a brand yet even if you got a degree you still need to kind of own yourself in a public way so that you become attracted to something you need an aesthetic Right. That's who. You know, like, right. You could be smart as hell, but, but if, if you're not pieces of paper mean yeah. nothing if you're not building that brand. And that's why we talking about that. Now. I used to work with this dude. He was in Portugal, and he used to send me cover arts. He saw us be like, "Man, I want to help you make an aesthetic." And I didn't understand it at first, but then like when I started developing anti-backwood, I'm like, "Yo," because like I could be in the streets and people, people remember me from my skits. Like, do the anti-backwood dude? And it's like, okay, right. I get it now. Like it just happened yesterday. I just started rocking with backwoods. Hey. Oh, okay. Anti-backwood. You know what? <laughs> I could never roll them. So, oh. And then one of my homies, uh, my guy Ben Stacks and CB Mix, they would roll these bombers. And I was like, dude, who the hell taught you? You know, he's like, man, go on Amazon, $6, Juicy J Roller. Oh, wow. Changed my life. And some okay. people really like the, the package. Juicy J. Right, right. Yeah, I've seen that. I just don't like how it they smoke. I always need a swisher directly. My girl out. hates them. Like, every time I roll one up, she's like, I'll pass. Yeah, so they like, harsh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but it's the, it's the wave. So, I guess. you smoke swishers? Swisher, games. Um, raw products. Right, raw. Yeah, I, like, I, 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 use, I use raw products. I like the joint papers. And yeah. I mean, it's just a different, like, if I want to taste how my product is, I want to see if it's good, I always go to Swisher first. Right. See, I, I use papers first. Yeah, you 
know what I mean? I want the least. Get that clean. And then, like, even if you go back to, like, I smoke a cigar from time to time, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so even when I went, and I don't know shit about him, I'll be like, hey, man, you know, point me in the right direction. And his advice was, if you want to taste the cigar, or, or the wrap, I mean, if you want to taste the wrap, get a skinny and small one. Okay, mm. that makes a lot of okay. sense. Because then you, you're getting more of the Now, if you want to taste the tobacco, get a fat one because then there's more tobacco. Oh. I, I like, I had my first cigar a couple months ago. I like the cognac cigar. Right, right. Oh, cognac cigars? You know, no inhale. You know, at first, when you're first doing it, it's a little different because you, you can't hit it like a blunt. You got to. Right, right. It's a whole different. you going to be passed out. Whole different <laughs> technique. Yeah. It's gonna take you an hour to smoke a cigar. Yeah. <laughs> an easy hour. And the only time I ever smoke a cigar is like occasionally on a Friday night, me and my buddy will go like to the horse track or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, we play that role okay. in Arlington. The one over at Cicero, I forget the name. What is that? Hawthorne? Okay. okay. Yeah, go put $2 on a horse, you have a great time. Hey, yeah. that's, <laughs> what's up. that's what's up. I work at the racetrack every now and then. It's a lot. I, I do the million dollar race, million dollar race days. My, my goal is actually to get to a Kentucky Derby. Okay. Ooh, I want to go buy the outfit, yes. get my girl the top hat. Right, the big hat. She got to do the big right, hat. Right. The flowers on her. Right. Yes. Everybody get Bloody Mary. <laughs> 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 yeah, you got to play, you know, just the pie. Oh, you know? That's the drink of choice. <laughs> Everybody got a Bloody Mary. Mm. Like, damn, you know, but. What's some other things you look forward to in Chicago? Um. I like the food festivals. Okay. You know, like going to Wicker Park Fest. Yes, you know. I've been once. Um, Amazing. Yeah, there's always a good food festival. I feel like every weekend there's something in Pilsen. Yeah. yeah. You know, every weekend. Especially when it get hot. Shout out, shout out to Lulu. I go there a lot. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of good things. You know, like I like, I, we always do, you know, with the events and whatnot, and eventually we do, you know, touring. So I go to all these different cities, and, and one thing I always appreciate the most about Chicago is our food. Yes, like we, we have the yeah, best variety. Yeah, we We have the best variety. And even when I went to, like, we went out of the country, and I was in Paris, and I was like, food's good, but there's no variety. Yeah, no uh, variety. Like, you like, know, I had to go to London. When we were in London, there was variety. Yeah. It's very diverse there. But in Paris, it's just French. When I, you know when what I, I mean? When I go out of, out of town, they say, oh, what makes Chicago food the best? I say, because we're not known for one thing. Right. True, true. You know what I mean? You go to one place, all you gotta have the, just this thing. Yeah, this <laughs> one thing. With us, it's like, man, it depends on right. where you wanna go. What side you want? Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. If you on the west side, go here. If you on the south side. Like, there's a lot of good museums here in Chicago. Yes. Like, the downtown's awesome if people don't take advantage of it or not. Skyline's great. Yeah, I feel like definitely our downtown offers a lot. Um, the outskirts are just, I don't want to say it's the problem, but that's really the heartbeat of Chicago, yeah. which mm. makes everything rock, but yeah. the inside of Chicago doesn't rock with the outside. Mm -hmm. That is real. That is real. It's yeah. like, in a way, a division, you know? But you know what it is, though? I feel like a lot of people who live in Chicago now never were born in Chicago. People are coming to Chicago mm. for opportunities. So, yeah. I'm actually a gentrifier myself. I moved to Little <laughs> okay. Village and me and my girl bought a building and we're rehabbing it and we're thinking about selling it and moving out. Some workers, man. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. We raised the rent, we fixed the yard, we did that. You know okay. what I mean? So I'm not against anybody. And, and, and like my thing on gentrification, if you don't own, it's not your neighborhood. 
So, right. so therefore, I you don't have that. a say. You're just a visitor. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, if you're I've visiting, you can't say what the owners are supposed to do. So, yeah, so, so that's kind of like my logic on that, you know. But, but going back to like a lot of outsiders coming to Chicago, like everybody who lives in like the South Loop is from like New Jersey, Minnesota. Like they're not mm. Chicago people, yeah. you know. Where I feel like in the past, like. You know, I'm a little older, I'm in my mid-thirties, so it's like I was I was young enough to remember where everybody was the, the rich folks were moving to the suburbs. Now it's so in reverse. Back, now they're moving back and now the people who can't afford the city are now moving out. to the bowling books yeah. and Naperville's and yeah. like one thing I noticed from when you travel a lot, Chicago is the only major city where the hoods is in the city. Right. Everywhere else, right. the hood is the suburbs. Right. Compton is a suburb. Right. Like for people who don't know that, you know, yeah. we right. learned. So they trying to reverse it. Like when they start getting everybody Section Eight, they went to the suburbs. Right. When I was little, the suburb was the goal. Now it's like, nah. That's what they're doing. Detroit's going through that real bad right now. Yeah, definitely. In that, a the property seat. value is so low in the city that. All the rich folks are buying it back up. Everything. And then Detroit's going to be popping again. Like the water going to be clean again. You feel me? Like... I, don't know, I don't know about that. <laughs> Man, it's crazy. Dan Gilbert out there buying property. Right. Man. About Cleveland. <laughs> they own to Detroit. Ooh. So, man, you know, it's a lot of stuff going on in the world. I got an actual mm-hmm. opinion uh, from being in the industry. How do you feel about the Kodak Black and T.I. situation? Funny you ask me that. I would, I rock with people who make bad personal decisions as mm-hmm. long as they do their art correctly. Okay. okay. I, I, could, I could separate them. Not everybody can. You know what I mean? I think Kodak Black is a dope artist. And like I was kind of saying, he's the new trick daddy. Right? <laughs> true, you know, true. Same, you know, the Southern Florida rapper with the grill and all that. You know, yeah, uh, that, shock value. that project baby feel. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, exactly. So, <laughs> I kind of feel like T.I. really can't say shit mm. when he made his whole career and he's spending every dollar he ever made on promoting drugs and saying bitches mm-hmm. and saying this and that. I feel like you can't say a word. Shut the hell up, T.I. Yeah, mm. yeah, you yeah, know I'm what I'm saying? Yet. Oh, <laughs> exactly. That's real. exactly. So like for him it. to do it when he was 22 years old was great, and now he's 35, and now you he's telling another 22 year old doing the same thing. Telling right. him. So I'm like, man, hypocrisy is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just felt like with the Kodak Black thing, I think yeah. he didn't even say nothing wrong. He said he was gonna give her a year to grieve. Like, yeah, I was mean, it bad timing? Thousand percent. But his actual yeah. literal words. Wasn't that that somebody else would have said? It was just, I guess, because the internet, right? He's a public figure and got out there so quickly. If it was behind closed doors, everybody around would have just laughed. And I feel like Ti just needs to sit down. Mm. You know, like OG, he needs to sit down. Mm. If he felt that way, take all your music off the internet, and then I rock with you, Ti. Because if you really are that person now. And you don't think that way, and you have a whole new way of life. Take all your shit, so no one can listen to when you were giving out that negativity in your life. Yeah, yeah. With the Ti, I always felt like, I, like when he be talking his piece now, I be sometimes like, bro, money hoes. So you made a living on promoting cars, clothes, hoes, and now you're conscious. Now you're conscious. <laughs> well, if you are conscious, okay. then you need to work backwards. Start with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that's the problem with everybody. Like, everybody's so quick to 
look at the world and try to save the world and try to save yourself. After you save yourself, save your family. After you save your family, save your neighbor. After you save your neighbor, save your block. So you know what I mean? Is that why Nipsey Hustle is so important? I feel like he was he he practiced what he preached. Yeah, absolutely. I've been following Nip since like 2010. Total transformation. Right. See, and like we were talking a little bit off air, I wasn't a fan of Nipsey. I might not even heard one song from Nipsey before he passed. But once all the awareness of what he was really doing, what sucked about the whole Nipsey scenario was that the instant government did it, all these oh, conspiracies yeah. and everything. I was like, man, like the CB thing. It's crazy. Even though all his stuff's on YouTube. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like people were just so quick to like throw blame to somebody else instead of thinking like who could have. Like as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, it's probably. And I said this. I was arguing with one of my good friends about it. We argue about everything. It's nothing new. And uh, he was like, man, you know, you know, they killed him over the documentary. I'm like, bro, shut up. It wasn't documentary. What happened is he probably treated someone. And I said this instantly. I said this. He probably treated someone because he's rich and powerful and thinks he's like, I don't want to, you know, act like this is a bad thing. But when you get a bunch of money, there's people who subconsciously are below you. You know what I mean? So you're like, bro, fuck dude. (laughs) So I'm sure that I I was arguing with my boy. I was like, I probably was a a fuck dude scenario mm. and then a week later you find out it was a fuck dude it really dude was scenario. that yeah, yeah I somebody mean, that was close to him that's crazy right. and then they show all these pictures with him and their, his music videos and Man. all this shit it's crazy and sometimes you gotta be real sometimes people want they like the conspiracy like it's certain situations like something happened I'd be like look this is what happened oh, why would you say that come on man we when we just start being PC Let's be real. I'm not a sugar-coated guy. Right. It don't right. take for me for the news to say it for me to know that's what happened. Right. I read between right. the lines. That's right. how I was raised. Right. So it's a critical factor. The provider, the protector. Right. I'm in Chicago. I'm 26, which is a hell of a feat. So do you fuck with Kanye for what he was saying? I like you. I separate. I feel like with Kanye, when your name is Stain, you have to elaborate. Right. What right. I think people don't understand about the Kanye comments is they're saying they think he's saying the whole initial being captured as a choice. What I take from the comments is he's saying after the fact. Yes, yes, the yes, after yes, the yes, fact yes. is a choice because yes, that- I agree. The way I envision it, they came, oh, we need y'all, who the fuck is you? Boom, shot the right. big dude, it's like, oh, fuck. Right, now and everybody saw like, a lot. What the fuck is a gun? I never seen this shit before, we throwing spears, whatever. But then after a choice, like when you look at how slavery ended, it's like black people like, wait, I'm bigger, I'm stronger, I'm faster, I'm better. That's why I think the choice does. I, I think he's not even so much when he made those comments. I wasn't thinking he was referring to in the past. I still, I think he was referring to the current. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like there are current mental slaves. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And he feels it's towards the Democratic Party, and I kind of agree with him at that point. You know, like I feel like there's one, there's two parties. And we're kind of stuck picking one, which is the fucked up yeah, thing. That's the you know, like I, I was actually I met this random lady when we were in Paris. Had a conversation with her. She was from like I don't even know Norway, Norway or some Norwegian country. You know, they said they got like twelve political parties. Wow. Wow. I mean, Western. I, I'm, a, I'm interested in looking that up. Right. You know? when, you, when you know your history, you know just history. Period. Black people, we didn't used to be Democrats. See, and that's what I think Kanye was getting at. I think Kanye was saying that the Democratic Party has always been the party of racism, and it continues to this day. 
by the policies that they give them. Like, I kind of pay attention to politics, so I kind of am in tune with them. I'm not a Donald Trump fan, but what he's saying, if someone else was saying it, it would be, it would be, it would be like, dude, it's a very good possibility that 50 years from now, we're going to look back and say Donald Trump was possibly one of the best presidents. I mean, this is my thing I always say about Donald Trump. You know what I mean? Okay. Because you got to look at the numbers. Nothing else matters. And a lot of shit he does do is for the inner city. And, 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 and Kanye felt that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Kanye, I don't want to say bought into him, but like, you know, felt that, okay, this side is anti minority. And they've always been anti minority. Yeah. And, th- and that's kind of what he was talking about. You get the players. I mean, everybody always thinks, oh, I love Bill Clinton. If you peel back everything, he's right. the reason why right. my shit is exactly. how it is. Right, right, right. Three strikes. Or Hillary, like. Yeah, Hillary was. They evil. try to man. <laughs> try to make it seem right. like you, she she want to be at the cookout kicking it, but she definitely. That's I, but you I, got a reason the behind that. And look at the policy. Yeah. So, exactly. so what Hillary Clinton was pushing is mm-hmm. still being pushed. True. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think that's what Kanye West was kind of looking at. He was like, man, this shit is no good. It's like, right. you know, giving people a hand, quote unquote, you know, handout, you know, never did anything for anybody. And that's not what I think he's basically saying when he said, you know, you're stuck yeah. there. Because, like, if they give you $1,000 a month, as soon as you make $1,010, they're taking that 1000 now you just made $10. Yeah. So why do you even want to get a job? Yeah, and then you So you're stuck. Yeah, you're yeah. stuck. You know it's like I mean? the welfare thing. You, right. You made somebody make a choice. You made families think like, okay, I got seven kids, but it's best to not have both parents. Like, right, because you get more, like, so the problem with the country is like, I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur, so I love when I see, you know, the Republican Party made business licenses. I don't want to say Donald Trump, but you know, the Republican Party made business license 150 bucks. When I started to write out, so I paid eight hundred dollars. I jumped on it. Yeah, I, I feel so, you. So it's like this is the party, this is the political like, yes. party that's telling you that you could do it. Right. When it comes to Donnie, it's only two things I didn't fuck with. It was the grabbing by the pussy because it's like, don't make me look like a misogynist. Right. And then my other thing was, uh, but that was bogus that yeah. they did that to him. That was off air, and that one yeah. he wasn't running for president. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Cause you yeah. got to put things in the context. Yeah. If, if it was just man. me and you with our mic down and we said some shit like that, and yeah. then we tried to run for mayor, that would be it's bogus if they did that. You know, like, bro, I wasn't thinking politically. Right. You know what I mean? And the armband. That's right. the only thing I was, I was like, basically, is what armbands is bogus. But everything else, yeah, I'm with it. Because if you look at it, some of the shit he's saying is one is 100. You just looking at it like, oh, because the same things he preaching is what we bitch about as Americans. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, oh. He's the worst messenger in the world. <laughs> the worst <laughs> messenger. Sometimes it's not the messenger, it's the messenger. Right. He's a bad messenger. He's he shit <laughs> Like, he don't give a shit. Like, like you know, he's a bully. Like, he's like, rich. He's a billionaire. Yeah. This is the same guy that sued somebody because they called him a millionaire. <laughs> Wow. I know what I'm dealing with. <laughs> but he can't the petty guy. He, he might be the, the pettiest guy. He okay. can't be bald. How many right. presidents can we say that about? Right. He, he's truly doing some things. Like, if you get past him, and, like, I think Kanye West got past him because they're the same people. Kanye West yeah. is, that, is that, you know, he understands the public figure eye. Yeah. And Kanye knew what he was doing when he wore that hat. Yeah. He knows what it was doing. marketing on top of that. Right. <laughs> and like, you ever think about like there's a there's a great quote from Michael uh, Michael Jordan. 
where the reason why Michael Jordan never entered into the community is because he like they asked him like you know how come you never did this for you know talking about politics and shit and his quote was something along the lines of uh, Republicans buy Jordans too. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I already got him. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I just gotta stay out of it. You yeah. know what I mean? So leave it alone, mm-hmm. right? Leave it alone. You know right. because that that's what they say. Never talk about politics or religion. Yeah. yeah. You know because there's a, there's someone that's always gonna catch a catch a feeling over it. Yeah. You know. I know so. I don't because I know when I see Donald Trump, it's like whatever. Some but, people just like, oh my god. But swinging it back into the music, Kanye West knew how society is gonna take these things. You know what I mean? Like, people are smart. And, and, like, you know, when he was talking about Candace Owens, Candace Owens is a big, like, don't be a victim type person. Mm-hmm. And that's what Kanye is preaching. And he's knowing that society is willing to be a victim. Like, when Nip, now going back to Nipsey Hussle, something happened, it's easier to be a victim than to be accountable. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Instant, but be a victim. Right. Nipsey killed that guy. It's a different scenario. Yeah. Even though he had all the right. He on his property, his shit, he invested his money, he really bought back the block. Yeah, right. Boom. Oh, I don't like Nipsey. I fuck with that would have made me fuck with him. I mean that's why people fuck with the baby. He right. killed the dude in Walmart. Same with Gucci man, Snoop yeah, Just protecting his family, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But when but with Gucci and Snoop, that's when your story now, mattered. Now let's go back to taking Kodak Black off playlists. Yeah, so how you, you feel take about Kodak that? Black off a playlist for saying that he wants to smash Lauren London, but you keep the baby <laughs> somebody. Right. I'm like, you still rock with that? That's why Kendrick so, so felt like, how he felt. He like, if y'all don't take kills, shit, I'm taking all my shit off. That is the mm. most. I I didn't know that. I rock with you. Right. Yeah. Just for saying that, yeah. you gotta have pillars of principles, and people don't have that in their lives. I always tell that. To my little, sure. my little brother always like he likes to jump on different issues depending on who's the person who's saying it. Mm. I'm like, no, that's what uh, you stand for. Stand on, stand it. on yes. that shit, even if it's someone you don't like doing it. Like, um, you know, even like the Alex Jones censorship. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they can censor Alex Jones, they can censor anybody. Yeah. So it's that's not true. about Alex Jones and Infowars. It's about social media companies and YouTube. Attacking people that they don't like what they're saying. Yeah, like this council yeah, culture. Like I'm big on. You it's know, how you feel about it? I'm big on, I'm big on like just because something bothers you don't make it a problem. A thousand like, percent. That's what I live on. Like mm-hmm. if one percent of the country rocks with you, you'll be rich. Okay, yeah. exactly. That's numbers. Facts. Speaking of getting rich, that's that jumping to something. <laughs> so I know about your hosted app, but I know right. a lot of other people don't know about it. So can we give the listeners? Let them know okay. we got so many artists out here right now and people trying to be the next forever. Well, Halsted's about to be the next premier platform for Chicago artists. So mm-hmm. what Halsted is, it's a, it's a software company that a couple of us invested into. We've been working on it for like a year now. And uh, what it is, it's a dot-com. So I used to work in local television, like my early entertainment business, I did uh, Gangland episodes. That was yeah. the first thing I ever did. I did like 47 yes. Gangland episodes. I did uh, A&E. I ended up partnering with a family member. We started a t- uh, local television show. We got on Comcast Cable. And our problem was we always couldn't break into different markets. Like, okay, people in Chicago are watching. How the hell can we get Milwaukee? Right. How can we get... And we had... We, it was horrible. Next thing you know, people are shooting $200 music videos and kind of like, I fall all the way back. Right. You know what I mean? So now, 
we're in 4K. That's not going nowhere. Right. And streaming's not going nowhere at all. So now I'm back right. in in television. And what Halston is, it's a software company that combines all those things. So since it's a dot com, now we can be watched in China or India. And if people want to look into Chicago culture, they can visit Halston.com. And what Halston does is basically takes, we have a partnership agreement with YouTube where we take their content. So I take a YouTube link, I put it through our software, our software shoots it out to our viewers. So you watch Halston, it's 24 seven streaming of videos. So it could be, you know, comedy, it could be music videos, it could be interviews, podcasts, whatever it may be. Uh, original content, other people's content. And uh, so say I take a local artist, their YouTube link, and I put it through our software. Our software shoots it out to our viewers. Our our software then counts the viewers that were on Halstead, reports it back to YouTube, and YouTube gives that count to the artist's video. Okay. That's which is kind of groundbreaking. You know, Very we're early, people aren't really gonna catch what we're doing yet, but basically in a nutshell, it's it's internet, it's TV of the internet. I wanna mm. be a part of it. Yeah, no Dang. doubt. Absolutely. You know, so so basically artists are submitting their videos right now. Um, it, it's already up and running. Um, so if you wanted to go to it's H-A-L-S-T-D.com, um, go on your app, your mobile phone, uh, type in Halston on the app store, it'll pop up. And the app is kind of cool because we got a blog site on it. Get that. We, we yes, also, get that. Uh, the host it out. Major. And, and I feel like we're going to compete with radio. Indeed. Yes. Because we're going to be able to juice numbers. So if you need, if you have a single that you want to break, now it's up to you. Do you want to break it with GCI Power 92? Or do you want to break it with us? Want to break it with us? Because we can juice the number. Like, if we get the viewers, and, and then you know we put it in a rotation, and then at the end of the day, YouTube's gonna pay you. I'm an innovative That's guy. Right. Like I fucked with Say Cheese before it was thing to do. Man, so mm. speaking of Say Cheese, we just had him come fly in to. Uh, I work with Bandman Kevo with my homie Doe from the Go and. Uh, yes, Doe from the Go. Yeah, Love uh, him. So Doe kind of, you know, I'm assisting them on what they are going on and with Bandman Kevo and basically Say Cheese. We just flew him in. They went to O'Hare did an awesome interview, so that's gonna be coming out real soon. Okay. Nice. Uh, Sean Cotton. Yeah, Sean. Sure. He always uh, like my shit when it's on there. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that's gonna be cool. Uh, you know, with the Batman Temple movement, you know, now that he's home, like, that's a big wave too. Yes. So, but, but uh, yeah, Halston's gonna be a home for all that. Okay. You know what I mean? So say cheese, when that Batman Temple interview comes out, it's gonna be on Halston. Okay, okay. I'm just submitting some stuff, so... I'm trying to get kicks and combos on there. What's up? All we gotta do is condense it. You know what I mean? A little bit. Take the highlight reels of each episode and we're right. Okay. Because right now we feel like viewers aren't programmed to watch something for an hour. No. Right. You know, even me, I watch something. If I see a three-minute video on Facebook, I watch 30 seconds. (laughs) I feel you. Why? Something at 30 seconds got to capture you. got to hit me. If not, then, you know, that. Got to capture them quick. Yeah, I'm like that. Unless I know, like, okay, I know what this person about. Right. I'm going to be into it. I I always wonder why Twitter got rid of Vine. Remember Vine? Right. In that partnership. It would be cracking now. It would be so cracking. Yeah. Because basically all that is is a gift. True. You know? Absolutely. Gifts took over. Gifts it is. And memes. I love it. Memes was a problem. So speaking of memes, right. I, I, I'll fuck with Joe Budden for a minute. Um, he was talking about Drake and how Drake is one of the most um, 
prolific artist in a while. And he was saying that he, when looking back at all Drake's cover arts, he felt like Drake purposely made his album arts the most memeable thing. So how I blame that dance and everything. Mm. Like, you know who did it first? Diddy. Okay, yeah, Diddy. Diddy did that. That was a Diddy dance. Oh, <laughs> the Diddy dance. He knew, like, the more I do this, the more people are going to hate me, laugh at me, and all that, but it don't matter because they're talking. Right. So so I feel like Drake does the same thing. He's willing to be made for him. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, he basically... He's Canadian anyway, so... Different <laughs> humor. <laughs> I mean, he got away with going blackface, so if you could do that... They say he's an actor. And people believe, so that goes back to the pillars of principles. Yeah. And if you're offended by blackface, you need to be offended by that. And, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? If you can't just pick and choose. Right. That's what I said. When I saw it, I'm like, ooh, now I'm like, now the push the T line makes sense. I don't tap right. dance for the crackers and sing Mammy. So when I seen it, I'm like, I love right. you, Pusha T. Pusha T yeah. is <laughs> one of the most underrated of all time. Super all underrated. Time. He's my favorite animated artist. He, he, okay. He's dope. Like, like I, I can't even. He he kind of raps on the Jay Z level of upper echelon. Yeah, but about. still hood. But still, you feel me? Yeah. To talk about oh, yeah. things that like, yeah. You know, Push is one of those guys. If you don't understand the references, you don't get right. The music. Right. That's true. You know who else I say that too? And I say he's a lyrical genius, and people hate on me, and I'll say it time and time again. Chief Keith. If you okay. think about Chief Keef and what he's saying, you're like onomatopoeias. Man, and you know who else? Young Thug. Young hmm. Thug was studied by, uh, I think the word, I'm probably going to fuck it up, a linguist? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. Right? That's the that's word? What, yeah. And they said he was ranked as a scholar. <laughs> wow. That's okay. Yeah, I was trying to say, Chief got Asperger's and all that <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can see that. Some things just have to be broken down into a form that you can understand. Yeah. Some people are like, mm-hmm. you know, when you hear that first stuff, I, I listened to Barter Six. It had some, you know, and I remember DJ Vlad's argument was always Wayne does not have great bodies of work, which I can agree with. When you listen to all his albums, they're not Little Wayne is the playable. best feature artist ever. Yeah. Of all time. Hmm, okay, I can see that. And there's people who are feature artists. Cardi B is a feature artist. Yeah. She's going to make hit after hit feature. She'll never have a number one solo song ever again. And okay. I said that when, when that Bodak Yellow came out yeah. or whatever. I was like, this is her only time one, she'll yeah. ever hit number one. Kodak she needs Black to rap with it. That's right. Kodak yeah. Black format. Right, right. Mm. Um... I feel you. But there's people who okay. are just great feature artists. So, okay, so who do you feel like is another person that's a great feature artist? Because I, I really love 2 Chainz, his features. I think 2 Chainz features He's are, a cold. Oh, right. my gosh. Yeah. Almost Chains. every feature I heard of his was... See, but, but like... But he got I all the old way. I, I internally battle myself with, like, the real... You know, and like 2 James is a college graduate. Mm-hmm. Just like Cole. Okay. Right. And Diddy. But he doesn't, how come, how come <laughs> Cole and J. Cole's music, <laughs> not to say that they have to be, but like, they're complete opposites. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He, he, you know, like, I can't rock with Rick Ross because that's not who he is. Mm-hmm. And like, like, even with Lil Wayne, like, I have internal battles with myself where it's like, if Lil Wayne and Baby are on the same song, Lil Wayne is the better rapper. But when Baby says something, I believe mm. that motherfucker. Yeah. When mm. Lil Wayne says something, I'm like, bro, you were rich at 14 years old. Yeah. How much stuff yeah, you yeah. do? Uh, you know, right, right. Baby say shit, you, you believe in it. Right, right. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was like his dad. 
Okay. So it's like when Two Chains, I really like Two Chains. I like when he came out, I rock with him. I like his style. I like his, his the way he raps. Everything about Two Chains is raw, but yet I still have that battle on myself. I'm like, man, is he really this dude? Is he just selling me something? I want to like, hear. I want to hit Two Chains when he's fifty, just like just like old. Oh, okay. I ain't gonna lie. Man, I don't. I'm over Jay Z. Oh, really? I'm so old. <laughs> educated me at this point. I, I, can't, I can't buy a basketball team. I can't ride a jet, so he's not relatable to me. Okay. Mm. You, 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 you right, you right. But you know, he, Jay Z, been giving those forward thinking. I like the like while. he says, like my old albums. Buy my, I'll buy, I'll buy right. reasonable doubt. Again. Oh hell yeah! You know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll buy American. Classic. Now, I'm not bumping him the, the new shit the same way, but I, I like his highlights, like his what's free verse. I like. He's, mm. he's amazing for what he does. Like outside of uh, like starting title, uh, I'm more of a fan of him as an entrepreneur than yes. than uh, a musician. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like man, he's smart. Like even like one time I was listening to his raps and he's like, man, I bought a painting and it was like a million dollars. A year later, it was three point something million. I'm like, man, smart dude. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I, 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 I rock that type of shit. Because you know, um, Hebrew Bradley. I know he had like a silent auction. Right. And somebody had yeah, bought it. And right. you know, he, he went to deal the sound too, didn't he? Hebrew? I don't know. Maybe. I, I think. Because my boy, I got two people that went to I look like, into that. Mm-hmm. I want to say Hebrew went to deal the sound. Nice. One of my favorite shoe stores, I never revealed it. Because I'm just big on that. It's in Wicker Park. But Hebrew designed the. Oh, okay, okay. You might know. I know what you're okay. talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to say nothing either. <laughs> that's one of the ones that's like, look, if you ain't, right. if you don't know, I ain't going to tell you. Mm. But it's, right. like they say, the best way to hide something but in plain sight. Right. Yeah, because like, I, I maybe, like, I'm kind of jaded on everything. Like, you know, it's hard for me to be a fan. I'm more of an advocate of music, so I could tell when music, like Future. I know every single thing he's saying. This guy... Is a vegan. He never drinks, never, never smokes, never pop pills. But, but Molly exactly. Percocet exactly. is a hit. Exactly. That's one of the reasons you know why I, mean? I don't so, like him. Like, well, but if you understand his origins, you shouldn't have believed it from the beginning. He was in the Dungeon family. I didn't believe that shit from the start. Right. Mm. So Rocco, like, Rocco created him. Yeah. Mm. Right. That's Rocco's boy. Right. Monica's baby. And boy. he actually did Rocco dirty. Rocco had to sue him. He did one dirty. Mm. And he right. was mad because he like gangsters. And then, and then remember when, when Future dropped those two or three projects in the same week mm-hmm. right? oh yeah that was just to get rid of Rocco yeah oh yeah he, oh, he had some that contract. contract he's like oh three projects no promotion here you go here's 40 Ooh. songs I'm out okay you know what I'm chess a, um, business he brought right. he bought a, uh, a drink yeah right and cash money when he dropped the uh, if you're reading this it's too late right and right. counts as an album yeah. you know, so I can't get my I can't take myself out of that mind state when I'm listening or hearing artists and whatnot you know Cause like I'll I'll even say something like I say it and people probably will hate me for it. Selena never spoke Spanish until she needed to cater to the Mexican community, and then she learned how to sing in Spanish wow. without speaking Spanish. That's, wow! That's, I never knew that. Mind blowing. Man, a right. So Woo. so is she a cultural yeah, appropriator? Yeah. I would say so she's in a way. Glad, but she's I mean, Dior. You know at the same saying? time, she 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 was playing chess at the same time. And it was her OG. If you watch the Man. movie, they even say it in the movie. How am I supposed to do it? Like, well, but okay, it's not a chess move when you are around certain ethnic groups because it's a cardinal sin 
to not know Spanish. Right, that's true. Right. That's true. Well, well, I'm half Mexican and my, I'm also Fijian. My dad's from the Fiji Island. So it's like I go to taco spots and people speak Spanish to me. Uh-huh. I don't speak Spanish. Then they turn rude to me. Yeah. So if you learn like, for like, a certain thing, would that mean that you appropriating? Like, yeah. oh, you got to learn to speak Spanish because now I, you got I this business move I, on the I'm table. I'm American more so than anything. Okay. 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 You know, and, and like, I feel like my culture is not based on one. You know what okay. I mean? And I feel right. like people who base their, their culture on one is missing out on two. Yeah. Mm, you know what yeah. I mean? Or people who base it on two are missing out on three. So so, so I kinda just keep myself neutral and I can go I can go to the, the hood, you know what I'm saying? I can go to the rich white folks, I can go to the country club, I can go to Little Village. Like I feel like I move around, I experience all cultures, I take that and make it part of me Dang. instead of making me part of the Yeah, I, I feel like you, that. I dig you know? it. So speaking of uh just cultures and not in, you know, things we're talking about. Talk about Southwest and the Right Now Tour. And, um, yes, let's get it. So the Right Now Tour has been around maybe six years ago. And it's a funny story how the Right Now Tour started. I actually was in a business venture and it went sour. And I had all these things going on and I needed to, to do something, right? And I was kind of down on my luck for about 30 days. And I'm like, man, you know what? I'm just going to do this. I'm going to launch this touring shit. You know what I mean? And then I was like, man, I need to think of, I had a show. My first show I did was with Mikey Dollars and Asa. And I did it at Red Kiva. Shout out Asa and Mikey. And um, so I was like, man, you know what? I got the venue. I got the artist. I got the date. I got everything. I need to send out the flyer details. I need a name. I was like, I need it right now. What am I going to name this? You know what I mean? I'm going to do this touring and I need it. Like, fuck it. Right now tour. And it kind of works because the whole premise of the right now tour is to find the artist that you need to know about right now. Okay. So like in the past we had, like I've toured G Herbo when he was Little Herb. I did Famous Dex. I done a whole bunch of like Queen Key. I've done, Shout out. man, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but King Louis. Oh yeah. Okay. Everybody. Yeah, everybody that, that's kind of like, you know, made their, their radio run. Um, I kind of work with on the right now so and basically what we do is just focus on taking artists who are profitable and taking them in the market so we can be more profitable. What's going on with King? What, what, what happened with that situation? I think he got shot though. I don't want to spread a rumor but someone told me, I don't know if it's true or not, that he's working with Mickey Halston now. So okay. Mickey Halston's managing him. Or, or Shut up, Mickey wow. Halston. He got the restaurant over there on Kyle. He's killing him. He, he got Anne Marie cracking right now. Like, I worked with Anne Marie before. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's my homegirl guy, dude. She's on tour right now, doing a tour. Um, so Mickey got all of them right now. Yeah, that's Herb managing it. Yeah, but Herb has a label with the, and there's a whole bunch Machine, of different. Uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of different brackets within that. You know, okay. Mickey's a smart dude. He knows how to separate managing the label, the co-label. Well, yeah, you I mean, know what I mean. He was fucking around with and let's go cash money. Right, right. Yeah. Once you so. get in that type, like, like that's what I'm learning a lot. Like as I'm talking to more labels and whatnot. You know, like working with these artists, it's like a whole different world once you get into like publishing and distribution deals and like, you know, you can sign a deal with Apple and still be independent. But yet they're they're like Chance the Rapper does all his distribution through Apple. Is that a deal? Is that a record deal? Mm. Kinda. Kinda. Because they're facilitating everything. Yeah, you're using them, you're using their infrastructure. Yeah. Right? Because you can't do it yourself. Like like 
you talk about soft the algorithms and the software. Not just that, like think about it. If you're independent and you wanted to break a single, say you got the No Problems, Two Chains, Little Wayne pro- record, you want you expect Chance and Pat the manager, his manager, to call every single market and ask them how to get them in there, or do you want to just call one guy who already has all that? Right. So you know, days. doing stuff like that. But to get back into South by, um, South by Southwest is an amazing event. It's in Austin, Texas, every year. It's a music festival. It has a little bit of everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, this year we were out there. We launched the Halston app. How was that? It was dope. We had a good amount of people. Um, it's always a good turnout. We always do Thursday. I always used to, I used to do Friday and Saturday nights, but then I used to get, you know, punked by YouTube that had the mm. Migos down the street. Oh. So okay. then I stopped doing Friday, Saturday nights, and I went to Thursday. I mean, it's Thursday, Thursday. Yeah. Right. Get it cracking. Yeah, right. smart. So, you know, one year, I think MySpace had Justin Timberlake, and I was cussing out MySpace. I'm like, who the fuck goes MySpace? Like, um, MySpace been dead for how long? Like Fader right? Fader Ford's out there. All the big brands, Swish is sweet. Like you know, it's cool. But like, I want to be in yours next year, man. I'm, 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 I'm right gonna now. be there. I'll be there. Uh, yes. But this year, you know, it was a good thing. We had, uh, you know, working with Swank PR. We did a show with Valet. We did Queen Key, John Doe. Uh, you know, Spice Gang. I had uh, Alheda. Shout out Valet too. I met him. He was. Man, man, baseline, cool guy. Valet is great, and he's one. I'll say it. He's one of the only guys that are making music out of Chicago that isn't meant for Chicagoans. Okay. Mm, he's making okay. music that's meant for the country. You know, when he made Wap Wap Wap, he yeah. made that for the West Coast. He did. Yeah, the, the vibe. You know, and I, I fuck with Valet, and I fuck with Ace. I know Ace is one of Valet guys. Ace, they're, they're they're not on the same camp, but yeah, they rock like Ty Money too. Yeah. Ty Money, they're all the same That's same his, crew and, and whatnot. He he listens. Valet listens to Ace. Yeah, yeah, but that was Ace's. I heard that from a label mate that he sounds too. Ace's getting problems because uh, I I worked with Ace in his early career a lot, and uh, five six years ago, I heard that labels couldn't rock with Ace because of Dirk. Mm. And now I'm hearing labels say the same thing about Asa because of Valet. Damn. Yeah, mm. Asa, we got the same videographer. Crazy. We got the same videographer. Shout out Ryder. Ryder Visuals. Yeah, so, right. so I mean, that sucks. You know what I mean? Like, we were kind of talking off the air. Sometimes it's just your timing. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's not your talent. It's not any of that. It's just bad timing. So, I mean, Valet, I know you got the deal with Good. I know he's pushed the T's, boy. Um, I mean, have you ever worked with him personally? Valet? Yeah, I did. I did a bunch of shows with Valet, and uh, he's a good dude. Every time I see him, he's one of those people that, like, don't give you, like, a, oh, yeah, what's up? He, he'll ask me how you talk doing. To yeah, he'll ask you have a conversation. Yeah, because, like, after the show that we did at South By this year, um, I just went to get him. I used taking pictures, being a celebrity type shit. I was just walking up, like, what's good? Did he stop and stop everybody? And we talked for like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, yes, what's up? In front of every, I thought, like, girl, take yeah. your pictures, G. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to hold you I, up. I've met a few artists. He's like, no, we're good. How, you know, then we started talking about all this shit and everything. Yeah, like, I've met a few artists. Yeah, yeah. Two of the coolest artists I've ever met, especially from Chicago. And it was like the same night as Valet and Shauna. Who I'll say who's oh, the coolest yeah. artist in Chicago? GLC. Oh, yeah. I yes. know GLC. I That's my boy. Shake your Met hand, him a couple times. And, and, and you know what I'm saying? Like, keep you 
and, and be attentive of what you you're saying. He gonna, gonna, gonna pull up on you in the black range. And he's gonna ride. He's doing a lot for the community too, man. Yeah, Shout right. out to the Chicago right. artists that are putting back into the community. Shout man. out to the ism, man. Thousand yeah. percent. <laughs> yeah. So you've been in this industry for a while. What are some tips you can give anybody that's trying to break into the industry, whether they are artists or whether they're behind the scenes trying to build platforms for artists? I would say the first thing you do if you want to build a house, get someone who's built a house before to do it. Ooh, I, I love that. So, so like if even like and get the tools that you need to work. If you want to be a mechanic, you need to get your hammer, your drill, your lug nut, all that stuff. I feel like artists don't do that. I feel like there's the problem with artists and, and even business people in music is that you never heard anybody at the park say they're better than LeBron. But mm. In music, there's people that that haven't done shit, made a <laughs> song, and they're gonna they're better than Drake and all this shit. So it's like I feel like it's the mind state of just knowing, you know, and like you can't do everything. Artists need to understand when you have to pass the ball. Yes, mm. you gotta be the artist. You gotta be the artist and let someone who does branding and marketing do branding and marketing. Like there's times I had yes. conversation with people and I was like, man, you need to change your name. They don't want to hear it. Mm. Like, hey, bro, you need to. Like, one thing I say with artists that they don't really grasp either is that you need to have a uniform. Mm. What's your uniform? Like, you think of Jay Z. What is he? What's his uniform? Yankee hat. Yankee hat. I mean, Yankee hat more famous than the Yankee. Once you get in the game, you could change up and do whatever you want. But if you're doing two years of shows and trying to get on, you better wear that same damn hat. If you wear a backwards hat, you better wear a backwards hat every day. Yeah, Yeah. I feel you. You know what I mean? So, like, that's a good tip. Um, Knowing when to, you know, pass the ball and let people do what they are good at, you know? I hear you. You can't guard guard your players. You got to let the pit bulls run free. Yeah, I I feel like there's too much independence these days. Mm -hmm. Hmm. You know? Uh, Yeah, and I, I I had a manager back in the day, and one thing he used to always stress to me, be the artist. Be the artist, let the cover art do the cover art. Let, let the cover art guy do the cover right. art. Let the videographer do the videographer. Let your manager manage. what you like. As the artist, if you hate the artwork, but fans like it, you, you gotta, gotta swallow that it. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I even know, change my, it up. I know some, uh, Wild Style from Crucial Conflict hates the song Hate. Hated it when they made it. How long has he been performing it? Like Kanye hates Go Digger. I personally hate Go Digger too. Right, but, but you, have, you gotta go through that song. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not about you. It's about what other people want. You gotta get what you want. Because at the end of the day, you're entertaining. You gotta entertain. It's not about your personal feelings. It's not about your art. It's not like, about your sound. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? As an artist, like, I love It sucks to say that, but it's songs, true. But when I go out, I know people want to see me perform in my own world. And you gotta get I've been performing it for two years. Right. Like, okay, fuck it. One time I did a show with Stuck Taylor and he didn't do Fifi on the block and I was oh. mad as hell. I was Dang, like, bro, like, how why you did you not do Fifi on the block? You have, like, you just have to. Yeah. Like, I, didn't even, I didn't even need to ask you because I just figured it was your last song. Right. You know? Damn. So it's it's about, you know, doing what the people want and at the end of the day, if you're getting in this business, it's not for you, it's for everybody. Yeah. It's just for them. It's for everybody. It's a, it's a bigger picture. It's a tough pill to swallow. Right, right. It is. It is, you know. Definitely, man. But it has been a pleasure to have you. I know we running out of time, but we're going to definitely have some good combos. Man, we just had Peter Jason, man, on the Kicks and Combos episode, yes, man. You, man. 
Yo, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Make sure you catch it next Monday on all streaming platforms, man. And we out of here, baby. Oh, yeah. Eastside's finest Von Comey. You know how I do it. Mr. Anti-Backwood. True, true, true. And it's the rap, baby. Can we drop your social media one more oh, time? Oh, uh, yeah. Let me not forget that. B-E-T-R-J-A-Y-S-I-N. You just search that. Then no one else got my name. You Make sure you go get that Halstead app, too. Yes, download it on your phone. I got it. So yeah. you need to go get that. Yes, get that. Right. Get that. Thank you. Yes, appreciate you.